You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. To the cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Which of these young players is going to be with Jordan? Now, we have our QB. Which of these players is going to be with this QB in this future state of the Green Bay Packers? We also got that answer, which is the majority of them, which is pretty freaking awesome to see, you know, two young tight ends, four or five young wide receivers, which... I mean, how to make a decision around that. And you mentioned, you know, there are a few positions still to make decisions around running back on the offensive side of the ball is probably um, one of them. But now, as you mentioned, there's some room money wise to work with. But at the same vein, in my mind, and I'm curious your thoughts on this, I actually wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if they didn't make a big splash in free agency, they don't need to, because if you look at the core of who they have, they could get more of that second tier in free agency. They don't need to go and do the Zadarius Preston Smith level season. They don't have that level of money, but you know what I mean? That, that caliber of let's get four big names Mm -hmm. and they don't, they have such a solid foundation of the guys already. They can do the draft, see what they need, get one, you know, maybe two, if they have the money for it, free agents to fill in some holes, but they've set themselves up really nicely to not have to even lean on free agency if they don't want to, um, which I think is a really nice position to be in. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a, a big part of this is they are such a draft and develop team that a lot of their core pieces are homegrown you've got Jair Alexander you've got Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark and Quay Walker and these are fundamental pieces that'll be on the defense for a while so when you have a DC he's not coming in with a bare cupboard he's saying like we've got cornerstones at basically all of the premier positions but they also have the ability to say like I think I mentioned it on pack a day, but if you have like a Christian Parker who comes in and has experience with the secondaries, he might say, I want Darnell Savage back and I want to play him is as a nickel, or I want to play him closer to the line. Like there's certain things that a DC might come in and say, Hey, the pieces are really close here. 
here's how we want to utilize them. And I don't think the Packers have any pending free agents that are necessarily going to break the bank either, which is nice for them. There's a lot of guys that they could retain. I think like Keyshawn Nixon is an example of that. He's probably not your starting nickel next season, but he for special teams prowess alone is invaluable to that locker room. So they're just in a really nice position to be able to kind of retool in what we all expected to be this rebuild year. Like the pieces are still there. This team isn't like drowning for talent. You know, like we talked about the defense not living up to expectations, but they're still there's still some guys on that side of the ball, right? To hang your hat on that are still ascending players at the NFL level. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of finding the right ways of using them to your point, which is, is going to be really fun to have someone come in and say, okay, yes, here are the pieces. I'm going to move them around the board differently. And now Goot, now Matt, Let's go find in the draft, in free agency maybe, some guys to fill in in places that maybe we weren't thinking about before because I would use them in a different way. At least that's how I would hope. Um, There are some the obvious holes, right? Right. Safety. I think another inside linebacker. um, Always looking to add up front. I would not be surprised if they took another corner in the draft, yeah. right? Um, we have no idea what's going to happen with Eric Stokes. They traded right away Rasul. Um, I love Carrington Valentine, but, you know, we saw what happened with Jair being, you know, on and off with the injuries. And I think you can always have more talent in the cornerback room, quite frankly. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be another season where the Packers put more stock in that side of the ball. But this season, 2023, really was so much about the offense. And look how well that went. And now is going to be about, okay, let's get that side of the ball into their second year jumps. Um, and I'm excited about that. I don't want fans to be like, oh, they're they keep pouring more talent into the defense. They keep pouring more talent to the defense. They, sh- I think they should be because the offense is in such a good place. And I don't know how you don't look back on the 2023 season and think otherwise. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I I like that. I I kind of, while you were saying that, was thinking about, you know, one of the big question marks going into this season was what does the Matt LaFleur offense look like without Aaron Rodgers? And Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love said, we will effing show you what this offense can look like without an MVP quarterback. Like Jordan Love balled out, right? He exceeded his own expectations, not his own personal, but he exceeded expectations for what we thought that, you know, his offense could look like in year one. And I think what's so nice about that is Matt LaFleur gets to continue to focus now on the offensive side of the ball, bring in a new DC and say, do whatever the hell you want. Like, here's the keys. <laughs> so, you know, cars are in the garage. Do whatever, like take them, do whatever you want. 
And now a new DC gets to come in and retool and see the pieces that are there. And Matt LaFleur gets to continue to develop the young offense that he's got. There's not a, like a shared expectation of, I have to devote my time and resources to the defensive side of the ball because we don't trust the leadership that's on that side of the ball. So that that's significant too, is we've seen what Matt LaFleur can do with this offense. We've seen him in his bag of tricks and that's only going to continue to develop in 2024, which is also really fun to think about. Like we've now we've finally seen the Matt LaFleur offense, the way that it's supposed to be run. And it's, it's really fun. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little more. Cause I mean, we went into that this season, right? Everyone was saying that not just Packers people, but everyone around the league. Like, obviously when you take away an Aaron Rodgers, the question is like, what does an offense look like? I mean, that's just a natural, that's a natural thing to ask, especially for a young play caller. I mean, who was Matt LaFleur pre Packers, right? He was a Titans OC. He didn't even call plays. Like this Mm -hmm. was a fair question, Naturally, Matt didn't appreciate the question. (laughs) Every time people asked it, he was like, you've seen it. The collaboration between 12 and Matt was just that. It was a a collaboration. And there were things 12 didn't enjoy doing, which was being under center a lot. Guess what? The Packers were under center like 60% of snaps this season. Big change. All the motion. Right. John Ernie Jr. made a kind of a joke about the Packers looking more like the um, the Miami Dolphins. And everyone was like, what? Because you guys don't look that great. And then what did we see? A lot more motion that was very reminiscent of the Miami Dolphins, which maybe the Miami Dolphins actually looked more like Matt LaFleur offense because, you know, the relationship between the coaches. Um I said that say that in jest, but they come from the same tree. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, there was just, there were changes, right? Twelve left, and there were changes because Matt got to call plays for a quarterback that said, "Okay, coach, let's try it." Um, and that is not to diminish Jordan in any particular way. We got to see Jordan check at the line a little bit more towards the end of the season and see what the defense was giving him and make changes. And that was also aside from the Matt LaFleur offense point, really freaking awesome because a first year starter, like very rarely does anything like that. But to your point, yeah, I mean, we really got to see some tweakage, if you will, some updates to what Matt likes to call. And he also, I think, totally 12 aside had a lot more pieces to work with on offense. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Like you upgraded from Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and to Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks and <laughs> Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. And, you know, you lost our Mercedes Lewis, but you got Tucker Kraft who can also now block really nicely. And a Luke Musgrave. I mean, look at all the pieces he also got. To, I mean, this offense upgraded its weapons hardcore for its coach so as they develop into 2024 again like you said he's going to get to pull into that bag of tricks a little bit more and it's going to be really fun because that chemistry I mean we saw the chemistry change so much as well over the course of the season and it's going to hopefully just continue to build 